This episode of Agents of Beard, our D&D 5e uh, West Marches style campaign series, has been brought to you by our wonderful, wonderful friends and supporters over on patreon.com forward slash a mighty beard. If you want to see this series and, and all this kind of content that we do uh, continue and, and help me uh, continue to convince my family that uh, playing D&D online is, uh, is, is a cool thing. Uh, head on over to patreon.com forward slash mighty beard and become a bearded friend today. Session recaps for this episode, as well as all of our previous episodes, you can find at amightybeard.com, as well as get access to all of the lore that has been uncovered so far, uh, some world maps as well, and a lot of other stuff. Uh, links, links to the YouTube channel as well, so that you can subscribe and be notified anytime that we go live. Uh, uh, yeah, head on over to amightybeard.com. We live stream all of these sessions and would love to have you in the chat uh, helping us along the way. Uh, but without further ado, let's just head right into the session. Uh, today, we are going to begin our uh, potentially final leg of the journey of uh, the mayoral es uh, escort. So the party uh, was initially in Hovestad and uh, have spent uh, about about three, three-ish days uh, heading across uh, the continent west towards Whitmore, which is going to be their, their, their final destination. They are uh, escorting the newly selected mayor of uh, a small uh, encampment that's been set up. Uh, a, new, a new settlement uh, hopefully will be a village at some point, uh, but it's a little mining operation uh, that's opening up in Crystal Head. So... Um, yeah, because of that, the the government, they selected uh, someone to kind of run things over there and manage things. And um, yeah, this party is in the process of uh, delivering them to their new town. Now, for more about what we're doing, you can head on, head on over to amightybeard.com. That'll give you session recaps of everything that has taken place so far. Uh, links so you can subscribe to uh, when we when we do these live. So we stream these live on YouTube. Um, and we started dabbling on Twitch D live. There might be more coming up, but, uh, we'll see. We'll see how, how, how much my computer can continue to handle, uh, as far as that goes, but, uh, it's also uh, available on the YouTube channel and, uh, in podcast form. Uh, but again, all that, all those links are on a mighty With us today is Aletha prime. Say hello. Well, hello, hello. My name is Elise Prime, and I will be playing Wisp Ithrian, the wood elf druid, uh, who came from a very small elven village uh, in the jungle that was in charge of keeping an eye on the a portal to the Feywild that suddenly closed, and she doesn't know why. And uh, yeah, since since you've been on this journey, you found someone else who seemed to uh, mm -hmm. be sharing goals uh, on figuring out what's going on with those those gateways. We'll hopefully be comparing notes later. Uh, we also have the Gamer Hobbit. Say hello. Good day, everyone. I am the Gamer Hobbit. I am playing as Calgrim, a hill dwarf who is seeking a life beyond the typical dwarven life and is investigating the ways of the giants and uh, their knowledge about you know, stonecraft and, and all kinds of stuff and uh, trying to pass that knowledge on to his kin. 
And last but not least, we also have Indatorius. Say hello. Hello, I am Indatorius, and I am playing Velskel, a gem dragonborn from the House of Dusk up north. And he has... Well, he had a bit of a rough early life, and he's trying to make amends for a lot of the damage he caused and trying to help bring in his people into living with the people of the continent as opposed to living against them. Okay. So, um, yeah, we're going to pick up this session uh, in Pumpkin Town. So that is where we we had left off. You guys uh, spent the night in Hillview Stop, uh, saw some things, and then headed to Pumpkin Town. You've got about a half a day's worth of downtime uh, between lunch and dinner to uh, to handle whatever you'd like to handle. But um, at least for a full recap, um, Fells, not to not to put you on the spot, but and I, I know your situation is a little bit different. You only have a single monitor. But last session, you said you took a lot of notes and I'd like to hear what you took. Can you do the recap for us? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know how much detail you want me to go into. <laughs> go go um, as, as deep as you'd like to go. As, all right. So last session, we were driving from Golden Grove to Hugoville Stop and making our way into Pumpkin Town. And um, Vels, at least, well, all of the party throughout the journey, we then walked around, talked with everyone um, in the caravan for the most part, trying to see are they good people, doing our job protecting the mayor and all that. And... At least Vel's what he found. Let's see. So we have Jabal, um, mysterious man that we had a bit of an adventure with in Golden Grove. Come on, computer, you can do this. And then we also had the Dwarf family, who was Wisp that was talking with them. Um, then we had two humans, who let's see. Pak and Mohana. Mohana was a real right, and those. Yeah, and there was one human from the Merchants Guild who was looking to be an ex mining exchange. Um, Raj, he was moving out, seeing what was out here in the West. And Eredith and the High Alchemist traveling with us, and finally the gnomes, um, Bakers, and Zook and Philip. Tima, Zook is an art artifice. I believe that would be like the proper terminology. Didn't uh, specifically say it was artifice. Yeah, tinker. I mean, considering the yes. skill of his craft, he's probably an artifice. Yes, yes. <laughs> Fair assumption. Um, and Wifeld Tima is an expert baker, according to him. Those are my notes for the most part. Oh. Okay. We did hang out in Pumpkin Town for a short time. Yeah, we hanged out for Pumpkin Town. Uh, bought some candies for kids, and then uh, Vels and Kalgrim went and explored some ruins, and I don't think we were able to find out a whole lot about the history, if I remember correctly. One thing I do remember was the little girl with a doll that keeps saying, it's coming, and it's driving me crazy as to what that means. Okay. So uh, the ruins that were explored uh, were mainly uh, you had a small circular structure in the middle of town. They had uh, kind of built this new village around it. 
Um, and uh, let me see. Did I have any extra? Oh, uh, yeah, Calgram <clears throat> uh, with stone cunning. Um, another thing that you would have noticed or gathered, um, though uh, I might have said it during the session, but I can't. I just can't recall. Uh, but the the structure itself, as far as how the stones were worked um, and looked, it's very reminiscent to uh, other things that you've seen, like the shrine uh, in the Grimhead Marsh. Uh, so you're, you're pretty confident it was dwarven made. Right. Uh, but yeah, it was mostly foundation. It was just foundation. There was a... Uh, uh, you had a, a short wall around it, uh, maybe two to three blocks high. Uh, so maybe like a half a foot uh, to a foot to a couple of feet, depending on where you're where you're standing. Um, but in the uh, in the center was uh, a, a circular engraved pattern on the ground that uh, uh, Vels would have recognized as uh, at least similar enough to a transportation circle. So it had some rune markings around the outside of it, um, and it just seemed to kind of match up with his uh, understanding of, of, of that kind of device. Um, there was a magical energy as well uh, coming from it, so it doesn't necessarily seem like it, it um, was active recently, but it still like carries that energy. Um, but yes, you guys didn't really get much information about about it. Uh, as far as the doll goes, you uh, the teacher that was with the children uh, suggested that she had found it, uh, but and she just brings it everywhere. It's annoying, but yes, it says the same thing over and over again. Uh, reminder of the mission. So the mission again is to escort. Uh, Gardane Strongheart, who is former member of the Adventurers Guild, and uh, he is uh, has been selected as the new mayor. Uh, so you guys are joining a caravan with a, f a few other travelers to uh, to venture off into that direction. Uh, your mission ends in Whitmore, so you drop him off in Whitmore to handle some some business, mm -hmm. and then. Um, and then you'll head down to, to Crystal Head probably in the next day or in a couple of days. Uh, however, the uh, uh, the mayor, uh, Strongheart, is actually a decoy. And um, yeah, it's a decoy because it is assumed that there are uh, potentially um, allies of both the Red Knives and uh, potentially the Shifters. And uh, on this on this caravan, or uh, uh, at least watching it. So, um, if that's the case, uh, the uh, the the shifters are rumored to be able to read surface thoughts, and uh, so uh, you guys are have were told to use discretion and not think about this being a decoy. Uh, just think about this as being the actual the actual mayor. But uh, while you're on this caravan, you are to observe and talk with everyone and see if you can get any inkling of weirdness uh, or, uh, you know, at least with the shifters, because the shifters, it's hard to tell who's who and what they would know and that sort of thing. 
the red knives usually have a tell of some sort uh that they're members um so far so far on this journey uh like we talked about last session you guys talked with uh, pretty much everyone so as of right now is there any uh suspects either red knives or shifters yet to be determined seemed like a lot of what was said was fairly innocuous and in hindsight i'm thinking we probably could have done more insight checks but that's in the past galgrim did you get any any weirdness any tells no, they, they seemed all normal so far nothing out of the ordinary bells uh you actually uh listened to I, some surface thoughts of, of two members yeah are they suspects I was, a little bit, I was a little bit suspicious of the gnomes but after reading the surface thoughts, I'm like, okay, it seems like they're just being really protective themselves. And I'm not completely convinced anyone's not a member of either organization, but I'm not convinced enough to think anyone actually is either. Uh, and so far with uh, Guardian Strongheart, any, anything interesting you guys took from your conversations with him? Well, maybe not interesting, maybe uh, note, noteworthy. Did you see that he had been a former member of the Adventurers Guild? Uh, yes, that was the uh, the, the bio you received uh, when you left Hovestad. And he has talked a little bit about it as well. Okay, how long has it been since he was a member? Um, that information wasn't... Uh, okay. Was, wasn't, wasn't given. <clears throat> uh, he, did, he did talk at least about... Um, well, he talked about traveling, so he said he's been pretty much everywhere. Um, and then last session, uh, uh, in between uh, Hillview Stop and Pumpkin Town, he had talked about uh, his time, um, uh, just like one 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 mission he was on, but he didn't really specify times. Yep, hard to say. Okay, well, where we left off. Uh, um, Strongheart had headed into the tavern. Um, he uh, suggested that he was just going to go straight into meetings. Um, you guys haven't gone into the tavern yet. Uh, you guys have been outside. So, yes, you went to. Uh, so, uh, Wisp, you went to the general store uh, real quick, like to get some candy. Mm -hmm. Pumpkin flavored uh, candy sticks. And. Uh, Bells and Calgram, you've kind of stuck in the center of town, which mainly um, just just that ruin. There's a there's a few buildings that that surround the downtown. So you've got uh, you've got the inn, uh, the Catnip Inn, which is the which is the tavern. Uh, you've got that general store. Uh, it seems like those are the two main buildings here. Everything else is uh, seemingly residential or farmland what you can tell looks like there's some construction going on uh for potentially new uh, uh shops downtown uh but otherwise uh, uh the uh there's a festival that's going to be happening here um late, later on this month and uh it's uh it seems like it's an annual festival that they put on here at pumpkin town and um when you guys were in Hillview Stop, there was a poster on the wall suggesting uh, that uh, a, a, a circus of sorts was going to be taking place. Um, 
in in pumpkin town and uh the symbol that you saw on the uh on the signposting was uh of a uh, frog and um as you guys have been downtown you do see uh some bullywogs setting up uh what appears to be some kind of circus style tent uh, everyone else on the caravan is kind of split up all doing uh their own thing so you know a few have gone into the general store uh so what do you what do you what do you guys want to do well i for one kind of want to find that little girl again uh, it is bit about midday uh the impression you got again was uh that she was with the other kids on some kind of recess from school um so uh, uh you guys had talked to a, a middle-aged human uh that talked about the doll and um seemed to be their teacher uh but he has escorted them away away from downtown so you could follow uh i suppose it has been a minute ish so you'd be uh, a little bit trailing behind but again uh your experience in um uh golden grove was that um it seemed like every everyone went went to the uh the village tavern to eat dinner um so it's possible that everyone would do the same here as well so if you don't if you don't try to catch up with her now and potentially interrupt her schooling uh it's mm -hmm. possible you'll see her at the tavern at dinner time yeah she's probably not leaving town so Gavram, anything you want to take care of while you're here you guys have about you know roughly uh four or five hours before general meal time what check out the farmland maybe okay uh just general observations or uh are you walking through farmlands or are you just kind of standing on the on the main road checking checking things out yeah, just checking things out, just having a look at it. Where he probably wouldn't have spent too much time in like Pumpkin Town properly, so probably just get like a better glance at everything. Uh by the way, uh everybody roll D sixes, please. Ah. We uh we try to remember to roll D sixes at the top of the session. <laughs> uh we're looking for two numbers. We're looking for ones and sixes. Uh ones uh, well, sixes are good. That means someone's looking out for you. It's kind of like a fate die. Uh, Vels, if you could uh, reveal that to everyone, you can just right click that message because it's still it's it's question marks for me even. Um, there we go. Thank you. Um, but yes, we're looking for 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 two numbers. Uh, it's kind of a fate die. It doesn't actually directly affect uh, what's going to happen tonight, but indirectly. Uh, so yeah, sixes means someone's looking out for you so you might find some extra information or uh you might see something you wouldn't have normally seen without a roll or um yeah something ones are the opposite ones are uh worst case scenario uh, occurs uh but today we only got threes and fours so it's a normal day bells anything uh you would particularly like to uh do over the next few hours um, well, last we just kind of passed through, so it's kind of like walk around the area, um, at least for a couple of hours, like taking the sights while we're resting here. Do we want to keep an eye on any of the people that are in our caravan just to kind of see what they're up to during their downtime? 
So I think I ran into the gnomes at the general store. I was kind of... They had gone in there, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys would have seen Deepak go in there as well. Uh, Raj That's right. and... Uh, uh, Raj, the dwarves, and... Um, the High Alchemist and Air Death. They went into the cavern. Mahana, uh, which is one of the humans uh, who is actually sharing the, the, the wagon with Deepak, uh, seems to be working on uh, her her wagon uh, just, just outside the tavern. Uh, the two heavies that are with the gnomes, uh, those, those half-orc uh, brutes, if you will, uh, they are also in the tavern. So, if your intention is to uh, kind of watch what's going on or observe, um, you've got uh, two options. Well, three three options. One, you could... Uh, I'm sorry. Observe the members of the caravan. You've got three options. You can mm -hmm. head into uh, the general store, see what uh, Veloptima, Zook, and uh, Deepak are up to. Uh, you could uh, head into the tavern to see what uh, everyone else is up to. And uh, where is I, the... I had a third option, but I, I don't remember. Oh. Uh, Jabble, <laughs> Jabble is uh, still on the on the main street. He's just kind of mm -hmm. uh, um, sitting by his cart. Uh, did the mayor around. go in the uh, tavern you were saying? Yeah, the mayor went. Uh, yeah, the mayor went into the okay. tavern. Uh, you could also talk to Mohana, who is uh, working on her wagon. Mm -hmm. That, that was that was the third option. I think one thing that I want to do, since I know that a bunch of people are in the tavern, is um, outside of the tavern. And I guess you guys can join me if you want, or if you have other things that you want to do, feel free. Um, I was going to cast um, detect magic, and then walk into the tavern and see if there was anything that I noticed on people that are in our party, or in our caravan. I don't necessarily want the people inside to know that that's what I'm doing. I join you, as well. At the time. Walking a lot of them might not hurt to sit down for a little bit. Yeah. yeah so since I don't have any magic, I'll probably just yeah, just look at it with my own eyes. Okay, so walking into the tavern to uh uh magical things. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Um so alright, let's uh let, let's let's figure out a timeline. <clears throat> Is that something that you would do right now like in the in the very beginning of like you just had the exchange with the teacher uh you guys had just observed uh the ruins in the center uh wisp would you head straight from there into the tavern to do this because it seemed like calgram you wanted to walk walk around for the next couple of hours and just just check things out just kind of rest rest your mind a little bit so yeah wisp is this is this something you're doing right now or since you've got a few hours to to kill, are you guys just kind of walking around and talking to one another? Well, I'd, I'd personally prefer to catch as many people as I can in one spot. And since I know that there's a larger group in the tavern itself, I'd probably try to head there before anyone moved on. Okay. And by any chance, is there a way that I is um is Mohana's cart like near the tavern? Yes. Uh, yeah, you guys all parked out front, basically. Okay. So if I could just kind of, I guess, hmm. we'll go to the tavern. I'll I'll go to the tavern first, and I'll 
let you two decide if you want to join me or because I don't plan on spending necessarily a ton of time there. I just kind of want to try this one thing and see what comes up. Might be nice like after a long day of traveling, sit down, but drink and then explore for a bit. Yeah, I'll, I'll be down for that too. Get like a quick bite to eat because I think you mentioned it was midday, right? Yeah, thereabouts. So yeah. been walking as well. Sounds good. Okay, so you head into the tavern. Uh, again, this is called the uh, the catnip uh, catnap inn. Uh, as you walk in, uh, it's a small uh, it's a small place, about the same size as uh, the establishment in Golden Grove. So you've probably got seating for maybe fifty people. Um, uh, as well as like uh, spots at at the bar. Uh, everybody, roll me up just a perception check. Okay, perception. Whew. Ooh, rate twenty three from Vels. Okay, nice. Mm. <clears throat> All right, so some things. Uh, oh, and are you detecting magic as soon as you walk in? I was going to cast it right before walking in. Okay. Uh, and that lasts, uh, what? Uh, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Okay. Now let's read that real quick. Uh, it's the 30 feet of you. Once magic in this way. Um, yeah, I would say it would be a fair assessment to suggest that uh, you walking from the doorway to the bar and maybe to a table would uh, give you that full uh, uh, view of inside the bar. Uh, the main thing that you'll notice, uh, so it has been, I would say, a good uh, five, ten minutes since you guys arrived, since the mayor walked in. Uh, you see the mayor uh, uh, down in a, a beer as you guys walk in and then is escorted uh what appears to be like a back room so off to the left side uh there's like a door uh there's a doorway and uh it's like standing wide open so you guys would be able to see it looks like there's like a table there's a few people sitting in there uh but he's gonna he's gonna be escorted he's escorted by a uh by half orc who was behind the bar um and then just kind of like walks, walks out and, and leads him over there um, and then heads back and stands behind the bar. But yeah, you've got a you've got a half orc behind the bar. Uh, the dwarves are off to the left side. Uh, you've got uh, the high alchemist and. Um, Air death. Um, from the Gemma Cutters Association, he is uh, like they're both sitting at the bar. Uh, you've got the two heavies that are sitting at the bar. Uh, there are a few people sitting around at tables. Seems like uh, like regulars, maybe residents. What I've been able to get within 30 feet of the mayor before he was escorted? Yes. Okay. I'm, just, I'm mostly trying to detect to see like which people may potentially have magical items on them or something of that nature. Uh, all right, so let me read this again. So, uh, you see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic. Learn its school of magic, if any. 
okay it can penetrate most barriers so uh you would know that the mayor uh and, and you would have known since you guys have been um traveling with him uh mm -hmm. he carries a short sword with him and uh you would you would get a sense that his his sword is magical okay um the two heavies they would have um oh i'm sorry the mayor would also have uh something in his pocket it looks circular so the way the way i understand detect magic is it kind of outlines it with this aura that, that's mm -hmm. always how i i just assume so um i would say yeah there's a, a small um almost looks like a like just like a circuit like, like like maybe a coin or something that's in uh his left pocket his left pants pocket that seems to be uh seems to be magical is it part of a particular school of magic that uh, that's I would a good be aware question of? uh give me a second <laughs> and we go into the details uh evocation okay the uh two heavies uh, with the very clean uh, 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 weapons, um, both of their uh, sword swords are are magical, some fashion. Okay. Uh, not sensing anything from the dwarves. Not sensing anything from uh, the high alchemist or Aerodeath. Um, and then behind the bar, there is like a shelf that seems to have like little knickknacks on it. Uh, but one of them is uh, uh, like it's made out of thin iron or some kind of metal like that. Uh, but it's a mug, like a beer stein. But it is also giving um, a magic aura. Uh, besides that, it looks like there is um, like other knickknacks like you've got like some candles some some carvings uh, like little wooden statue type things um yeah, things that add just kind of a, a hometown feel to it well i'm gonna make note of all of these for future discussion and i guess we head up to the bar to order some mm, food mm. and drinks uh there is one other thing there is one other item uh there is someone else that's sitting at the bar uh, kind of by themselves, uh, just kind of like at least spread out from the others that are there. Mm -hmm. There's about maybe like 15, 15 stools sitting like all the way at the other end. Um, <laughs> but it seems like he's got uh, something magical on him as well. You can't can't quite can't quite make it make out what it is. OK. Uh, besides that, um, yeah, it seems, uh, you know, this it seems like maybe just kind of like a slow period. You got a few people, you know, as far as like the residents that are sitting are um, are. Uh, not drinking, just 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 eating, it seems it looks like a small meal, maybe. Um, and um, yeah, everyone else that has come in from the caravan, they uh, they all seem to have drinks in from uh, in front of them, but no uh, no food yet. Uh, Vels off to the right side, though. Um, what you're going to notice is 
Um, there seems to be uh, so so on the left side is kind of where like that that room that the mayor went into. You've got some more seating, so the dwarves and high alchemist and the uh and, and Aerodeth are over there you got the bar that's kind of like in front of you guys as you're walking in um and then you've got some seating on the right side uh the seating is uh like everywhere is mostly just um uh long tables in the center of the room with, with like benches on either side um so it's not like individual uh, it's not like individual tables, but um, on the right side, though, there are a few, um, I don't know, stalls. Would you call them stalls? Um, more of like a like a bucket seating type type setup uh, on the uh, just like along that that wall. Um, and it kind of wraps around around the corner. So there's uh, let's see one. Or there's four of them with a fifth and the fifth is like in the corner and Vels, uh, just out of the corner of your eye you see uh you see a, a man sitting sitting there by himself uh seems to have a, a beer in front of him uh wearing a hat the hat's kind of uh down just seems off but um yeah it just seems off that he's sitting uh, booth booth seating uh that that he's just kind of sitting by himself in the booth but um what are you doing? So as we take a seat, I'm gonna point out the guy and say, "Matt over there, I don't know something. Something seems a little off. Maybe, maybe he just wants to be left alone. But I want to keep an eye out." Uh, sh should note, back is turned from you, so you're you're only seeing like uh like the back of his head, the hat uh going down. It seems to go over his face, but again, you're coming from the back. Uh, but yeah, you do see the mug, and that, that's it on the table. Want me to go talk to him? You'd like to. <laughs> well, I mean, if it seems odd, might as well. Good point. Why don't you order some food for me, and I'll see if I can get a read on him. Will do. So I'll, I'll get up and head over to his table and put on a friendly smile. Um, so the two of you, as you walk up to the bar, uh, there is like a spot in the center that doesn't have any stools, so you can easily walk up. Uh, but as the half-orc that is behind the bar sees you, uh, he greets you with a smile. You can see a uh, smile definitely missing missing some teeth. Why? welcome to the catnap inn. What can I get for you? Oh, um couple of beers and I hope something a light a light snack the noon uh, you, do you need a room for the night we will yes he uh kind of looks past you as wisp is walking away and, and just kind of checks out wisp and then looks back at you you're you're with um mr sean cart yes yes we are yes he uh he reaches underneath the bar you can hear just some jangling um but he drops three three keys on the on the on the bar the keys to your room Mr. strong got took care of it uh but sit anywhere we can uh we'll deliver food out to you sounds good thank you very much this is a uh, fine establishment you got here uh it's uh it's getting there 
Well, to a weary traveler, it's lifesaver. <laughs> uh, Vels, uh, what you, what you're gonna notice about this guy? Um, very, very clean, well dressed. Um, seems a bit much for setting. Um, the fact that he's like a bartender, kind of wearing like a dress shirt, you know, a tie. Um, and, and, you know, he's also a half work. So again, like it's, it's, he's kind of like bursting the seams almost. Um, but you all see like he, um, he's like rubbing his nose, uh, a little bit, uh, as you guys walked up. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it'll, it'll take some time, but, uh, I think, I think we'll have something good here, especially once more traffic comes through. Yeah, hopefully there'll be some more with the uh, mines opening up soon. More mines, rather. Sorry, plenty of mines out here, but you'll probably have your work cut out for you in a short while. You guys just uh, find a seat somewhere. Yep. There's a there's a few empty bar seats, or again, you've got that long table. Uh, probably the longer table. Wisp, as you walk up to. Uh, to that booth again. All you're seeing is the back of this guy. So wearing a kind of long-brimmed hat. Um, seems on the smaller side, so probably like a halfling. How uh, how are you approaching this? Well, I'm gonna pull some extra candy out of my pocket because I bought more than enough for the kids, and so I walk around enough where he can like see me coming, so it's not a complete surprise. And I walk up to the table and say, I happen to have some extra candy in my pocket and thought I'd bring something sweet over to your table. If you would like. No pressure. For a uh, split second, you see him. Uh, you see, like, well, not a split second, I guess. His his movement is, like, you see him kind of, like, turn turn his head, but almost, like, sideways. That you can, like, catch, catch his eye so he can look, look at you in his periphery. And then he looks, he quickly looks back back to his uh, mug. I think I'm okay. Thank you, though. How are you doing on that drink? I, uh, I'm good for now. I don't, I don't need any more, but thank you. I didn't mean to pry. I'm just very, very curious. Do you, are you from here? Or are you, uh, traveling through like we are? And at that, he, he, he fully turns to you. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought, uh, I thought you worked here. Uh, stopping through. Yeah, we're probably gonna be spending the night here. We oh, got all the way from uh, from Hillview earlier today, and fortunately the weather was nice and clear, and I'm ready to uh, sit down and rest my feet. Yeah, it's been a it's been a good day so far. So you're traveling traveling alone? I'm just meeting some friends. I tell if he looks nervous or upset or. Anything other than like he's just generally waiting for somebody. Does he seem at all out of sorts? Uh, well, he's being very short with you. Um, he uh, definitely seemed to be caught off guard with the conversation. I think that those would be obvious. Go ahead and roll an insight. Okay, so, let's get these yeah, out of the way. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> seems uh, a bit a bit caught off guard with the conversation and. Um, not, uh, potentially not fond of it, but, um, not sensing anything 
off about him. He was sitting there enjoying a drink, and someone came up and started talking to him. Stranger. Sounds normal. Unusual reaction for somebody. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask him something else. What was it? Come on, brain work. Hmm. Well, it's gone. Uh, well, anyway. I'm Wisp and I'm with, you know, we're just passing through on our way to, uh, to Whitmore. I don't know if you happen to be heading in that direction or not, but you know, uh, but yeah, with the, the Adventurers Guild. So if anything ever comes up and you need something while we're here, then be happy to help. Uh, with that, he kind of gives a, a, a smile. Appreciate it. I think I'll be okay. But, uh, enjoy your stay here. You as well. And I leave a piece of candy on his table anyway and head back to the group. And did I sense him carrying anything? Uh, where were you standing? Sort of close to him, maybe like four or five feet away. Uh, but like to his side? Yeah, kind of like if he's on one side of the table and there's a bench on the other side, I'm kind of in the middle. Okay. Enough where he can, you know, see me and it doesn't seem like I'm, you know, trying to be too yeah. weird, I guess. I don't know. You, you didn't notice anything sitting uh, next to him. Like, he didn't have, like, a bag or anything like that uh, propped mm -hmm. up in the seat. Not, not that you noticed. Uh, he is wearing a, a coat. Um, so you don't necessarily notice any anything on him uh, or uh, hidden. Nothing bulky. Okay, let's just I still have detect magic up, and I'm just, just checking. That Yes, that is accurate. Um, yeah, you're okay. not sensing any magic on him. Well, I guess we'll go find out what's for lunch. So I head back over to uh, Bells and Cal, and yeah, basically he's yeah he's traveling as well, and I guess he's meeting up with some people here. And uh, other than that, it was kind of hard to get a read on him. Uh, real quick, before we continue, nice. can you can you mm -hmm. roll me a perception check? Yes, perception. Go. Oh, that's more like it. Can you roll me a history check? Mm. Uh, so when he did turn, give you the smile and to actually like look at you once you realized you weren't a worker there. Uh, something about him is familiar, but you can't put can't put a finger on it. Halfling. Um, yeah, there's it was just something familiar about him, but really can't pinpoint what it was hmm. you think you, you feel like you've seen him before but not not in any uh direct direct memory i guess looks familiar but definitely didn't have any contact with him in the past okay yeah there's just something about him that face looked familiar but i can't for the life of me place it they seem nice oh that's good at least Puts mind a little bit at ease. As this conversation is going on, a um, uh, a worker from the back, looks like a human male, uh, brings out um, uh, some mugs, uh, mugs of ale, places them down in front of you guys, uh, walks back into the kitchen a few minutes later, brings out a small spread of food. You've got like uh, like fried, fried potato skins, um, little sandwich, mm -hmm. uh, cut, cut pork, maybe a roll, small snack. 
doesn't say anything. Just just drops off the food and heads back to the kitchen. Thank you. Doesn't seem like people are super talkative around here. Maybe it's just the norm. Maybe they're probably a bit more reserved. Yeah, reserved to outsiders. Not, wouldn't it be too strange? In sort of a low voice, I'll I'll mention to them. I've been trying to keep an eye out for any sort of magic items around here. We can talk about it more later, but I find it kind of interesting that neither the High Alchemist nor Aerodeth were carrying anything that felt magical. I mean, maybe it's normal, maybe it's not. I don't know. It just seemed like people of their status might have something. Does seem odd. Unless they've got it in the caravan. Could be. Something to think about. Something to ponder. Hmm. Uh, maybe we can do some more checking after lunch. So that um, question, that mug that's at the bar that I took note of, does it look different than the other mugs that are kind of generally around? Yeah, you guys didn't really get any sense of uh, uh, interesting markings on it or symbols or anything like that. Okay. Uh, the mugs that are normally used... Um, are well i mean i i guess it kind of varies from place to place you've got your glass glass steins you've got uh glass steins are normally like a hovestad eastern whitmore thing the small places um you've got some wooden ones um that have like um like an interior that's maybe maybe a metal of some kind um this one in particular though is just just made out of iron, so I guess that's a a, a little bit different. <clears throat> yeah, so that iron mug behind the bar is interesting as well. I'm not sure uh, what it is, but it kind of set off a little ping. I know I'm just curious. Apparently, there's a lot of little mysteries in this town that I wasn't expecting. Only we had uh, more time in Pumpkin Town to learn more. <laughs> Perhaps. Once this job is done, we can come back here and investigate further. I mean, we found plenty of mysteries on our journey, but Pumpkin Town's at least close by. Sure, we'll make our way back to Hovestad eventually as well, so I guess I'll dig in. Anything okay. you gentlemen would like to do here? Take a look at the fields, perhaps. The pumpkin fields. Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, we've just I've only passed through this area. What if they have a little one I could take? I'm sure there's plenty. I guess we'll finish up our meal and head out to the fields. Okay. I'd say uh, your time here is probably about a half an hour. Um, and yeah. while you guys are talking and eating, uh, the rest of the caravan would... Well, uh, Moana and, and Deepak would, would enter in. Uh, I forgot to mention Raj. Ra Raj is in here as well. Um, he's, uh, he's sitting at the bar. Uh, actually talking with um, Aerodeth. He's sitting right, right next to Aerodeth. <clears throat> um, Jabal does not enter. Um, you haven't seen... Um, you haven't seen Veloptima. Or Zook yet. But as you guys walk outside, uh, you see Veloptima and Deepak, they are uh, 
standing at their cart. Uh, seems like uh, they're they're loading in some stuff. They've got um, a laborer, uh, human, maybe mid mid teens, uh, just kind of loading their cart. Looks like they've got uh, pumpkins. They're loading in there. Got any room left on that cart? Uh, it, it appears to be a, a tight squeeze. They are kind of <laughs> conversing about where to actually put everything. But as you guys start walking up the street uh, towards uh, towards the fields, and I mean the fields pretty much surround surround this area, so you can go either way. We'll say you 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 head west, further west, and um, pass uh, Jabble, who is uh, sitting in his in his wagon. I found some piece of candy. I'm a curious cat, always bringing me stuff. Thank you. Cats give presents to the people they like. That's about it. Yeah, you pretty much have farmland all all around you, just fields. Uh, a mixture of crops, but the primary crop is uh, is pumpkins. Seems like probably very soon uh, it'll be uh, the main the main harvest time, which fits fits about the time of year. Um. But yeah, those are just like closer to the road, but just like looking off, um, you've got you've got a few hills that are that are in this area, um, north north and south, and yeah, you can just see like the hills are just covered with these pumpkins. They look wild and uninhibited. Seems like they're just like what's what's in town is, um more more uh, more organized for sure but yeah every eighth of a mile i would say uh there's like a house just that just kind of dots dots the area um so in the fields you see some workers um uh but definitely near the house you see uh you see activity pretty much around the houses very similar to what you saw in golden grove as you looked around but as you do, uh, as you do walk up the street, just just kind of like observe the the scenery. Uh, you do see one uh, one farmhand just kind of leaning up against a fence post, takes a handkerchief out and uh, wipes wipes the sweat off his brow. He's his arms and knees are are, are pretty dirty. Got like uh, got like overalls on. But he uh, he brings out a a pipe and just kind of acts it as you guys are walking up and lights it up. You guys are maybe about fifteen feet away from him, just just off the side of the street, leaning up against a fence post, looking away from you guys towards the fields. Uh, human, anything in particular you guys are looking for? I'm not necessarily looking for anything in particular, but I guess if we're walking around i'll see if there's anything like moving up on the hills or coming down the road the assumption that is this what you guys are going to be doing for like the next hour or two kind of following Calgrim for the time being um probably be out there for a little bit and then i don't know maybe you go to the wagons afterwards you say about an hour or so yeah about an hour maybe maybe Walking off into uh, the hillside, use 
the, the farmland. You're not, I mean, you do see movement. Uh, it, it's mostly workers, like people who are working the, the land. <clears throat> um, the other thing you would notice over like the next hour or so is uh, there are some other uh, ruins in the in the area. The like, um, just again, just kind of dotting the hillsides and the farmland, farmland kind of like going around it, but um, not full structures. Again, very similar to what you saw downtown, uh, but some some stonework that's still still there. They just kind of uh, leave leave as is. Forget, did we have that map? Like the old map of the continents, or was that? It's, I think was I it the record with me right now? No, because I held on to it. That's right. I think. Uh, yeah, Vels. Uh, Vels was given a copy of the map. Um, and if you guys on the top left, you've got like a little arrow. Uh, mm -hmm. But you guys can view the continent from the, around that area. Maybe it looks like there was some kind of city. I forget. Could we tell approximately how old this map was? Or was that kind of a little bit of a mystery? Uh, at the time, it was, uh, it was a mystery. Okay. They were still in the process of uh, trying to understand it. Hmm. Uh, you know, study it and whatnot. Well, at least we can place another set of ruins. Only we had more time. Did you want to go and look at the ruins, Colgrim? Or are you good? Yeah, sure thing. Since we're out and about. You've got one main road. Going east to west. Uh, but in in between properties, you've got uh, uh, gravel, gravel dirt roads. Uh, that you can easily walk up. Takes you a little bit to get get up past some of the farmland to get over there, but uh, yeah, we'll say you uh, you walk up to one of the ruins. Uh, you're probably a good like 15, 20 minute walk from downtown. Uh, this one looks more rectangular in shape. Again, it's just mostly foundation, but it seems like all stonework. Definitely seems old. I mean, like mainly like like if there was wood here or something else on the on the upper half of it, all all rotted away, um, just grass and overgrowth uh, inside. Let's say this one in particular that you walk up to is like in between farmland. So it's almost like you've got the, the road that kind of breaks. Uh, to go into the the actual farmlands to the like the houses, um, but just walking past that into the field, um, the grassy area. See, like it like it's where this ruin is. So it's like there isn't like a road to it or anything. You can easily walk to it. Again, Calgram, it uh, matches the stonework that you saw downtown. So mm -hmm. seems like it was probably the same. Same builders, or at least the same technique. Okay. And actually, like, um, all all around it, um, you see, like, little patches of... It's like a flagstone around it. Maybe, like, a road went up to it, or a road was, like, around it. 
trip in part of the city. Imagine what this place would have looked like all those years ago. Yeah, judging from the number of ruins, there are probably a good number of people around here. Yeah. Um, could have been like a village. Well, based on the map, it looks like maybe it was a larger settlement, so maybe this area was like the outskirts. Yeah. If the land was anything like it is today, it would have been easy to grow food and everything here as well. Yeah. Imagine lots of farms throughout the area. You guys are standing there you, um, and, and checking it out. Uh, the, the, the building itself looks fairly large. Uh, maybe 70 feet by uh, maybe 100. Could have been oh, two, wow. two buildings um, side by side or it could have just been one. It's hard to tell. But you're going to hear some uh, crunching in the grass behind you. And you guys turn to look. Got a, got a human that's walking up. Got a shovel on his shoulder. And wearing overalls, pretty dirty. Dirt all over his face. But uh, he... He waves to you as he he walks up. Can I help with anything? I'm just checking out these ruins over here, just in the wall, basically. Yeah, there's there's definitely something around here. Type of uh, structures all all around. Like maybe there was a city here at one time. It's a but it looks a bit, yeah. bit of a mystery to us. How long has this town been here? A little over a year. Set up a whip more, I think. Oh, really? Just celebrated our first year a few months back. Oh, definitely a nice spot to uh, settle down. Yeah, we, uh, the land is ready to be farmed. That's for sure. Wild pumpkins. Which I heard. They, they definitely add a nice, uh, nice resource. Keeping all us all, uh, all fed. I hear there's a festival coming up. Oh yeah, harvest. Yeah, we. Uh, uh, our town's way of trying to. Oh, trying to. Bring more tourists in, I think. <laughs> we'll see. I hear it's uh, it's been in the Hovestad paper. Be nice to get uh, be nice to get some more travel travelers in here, for sure. I mean, the pumpkins feed us, but uh, about time it really starts making us some money. I'm trying to remember was it was it Hillview where we saw the flyer? Yeah. Okay. Well, we heard mention of it, at least in Hillview. But I wouldn't be surprised if word is spread. Yeah, I'm sure it bring uh, all sorts of people. I don't know what's been shared. You know, we've already saw some, some travelers uh, wanting to get involved. Really? Like additional farmers or people from all walks of life? Uh, I know some bullywogs downtown trying to set up a 
circus or something. Don't know much about him. Odd folk, if you ask me. I know much about bullywogs. Did you ask if you knew much about bullywogs? Yes. Um. Yeah, I think you would have seen your fair share of bullywogs walking through the, the Feywild Gate. Okay. They seem like decent folk, more or less. Generally. Okay. Those those who come from the Fey are uh, odd. I think odd would be the best description. Not necessarily good, not necessarily bad, but fun for sure. So again, it's been some time. Uh, so you, yeah, you would know that they probably from the Fey. Um, and um, as you're aware, the the gates have been closed for ten years. So um, it's possible that that's where they came from. Oh, it's a it's a strange continent. There's a lot of people that have come from shit. So it's possible that they also came from there. Well, I'm sure the Bullywogs will be able to provide some good-natured fun around here. They seem like decent folk, based on the time I've been able to spend with them. I've never seen a circus. I'm sure the kids will get a kick out of it. And, and, and you, you're, you're, you're traveling through? We are. Yep, on our way over to, uh, to Whitmore. Well, enjoy your time, I guess. Feel free to stop by anytime. Oh, and if there's anything you need, feel free to uh, call on us while we're still here, which unfortunately won't be very long, but you know, just in case. Well, nothing comes to mind right now, but uh, if something does, sure to let you know. Oh, but uh, I should say, uh, don't. Uh, don't get lost in the ruins. I know they're they're nice to look at, but don't get lost. Anyways, I'll uh I really do hope you have a good time here. Do many people get lost in the ruins? As you say that he's like starting to turn, then he looks looks back to you. Well <clears throat> I just heard stories. People exploring things that uh, they don't know, they don't understand, not coming back home. Not the life I live, but, you know, just always the warning that, uh, that we all like to share. Do you know anyone who's gotten lost, or is that more of a, more of a tale around here? I, I haven't lived here for... That long I wasn't here. City was uh, first put together. I see. I heard from one of the the founding families. They uh, they lost some kids. Went uh, went out exploring the ruins. Probably couldn't handle themselves like you all can. Your weapons and Stuff, but uh, never came back. Terrible. Yeah, it could have been wildlife. Been uh, 
when when they went out ever want to be out in the frontier by yourself at night but uh especially youngins again it's just stories thank you for the warning with that he uh he nods and uh walks back into the uh the farmland he came from this was kind of quiet at the thought of kids going missing around here well shall we head back um yeah actually one thing wisp <laughs> um you, you mentioned um uh, so since we're in a quieter place you mentioned about magical objects when you detected magic right yes and i explained the things that i sensed when we were in the tavern mostly weapons uh do, do, do. what did i have written down mayor has a couple of things and and whatever that uh beer mug was that was kind of on that knickknack shelf behind the bar yeah it seems odd that somebody so practiced and i don't know maybe the high alchemist just left his stuff in his carriage who knows possibly yeah generally speaking um <clears throat> calgrim the the gist yeah. you get uh just kind of observing looking around for you know this hour or so it's just peaceful you know people working the land uh doing doing what they can to get by not not too much different than where you came from different different style of labor i guess uh but it's it's pretty quiet overall people work in the fields otherwise it's just a small small village just trying to get by uh we'll say you guys are uh you guys are out for about an hour hour and a half walking slow taking in the scenery by the time you uh you head back into town it's closer to Maybe, maybe like four o'clock in the afternoon. Things are starting to pick up. Some more travelers are coming into town. More caravans. The bullywogs are still setting up their their tent and stuff. And uh, yeah, you don't you don't see anyone outside from the caravan that you traveled with. Seems like maybe they all entered into the inn. Jabble's still sitting outside. Uh, but now he's, uh, instead of near his wagon, um, yeah, he, uh, he seems to be, uh, just kind of leaning up against the fence next to the, the general store. Uh, as you walk past, um, like j just as you walk past, uh, you see Drapple move and, um, worker from the general store same laborer that you saw uh delivering pumpkins he uh brings out a bale of hay and drops it over the fence Jabble thanks him and grabs it and takes it takes it towards his wagon sees you and smiles always good to keep your horse happy ain't that right gotta keep him fed been a good it's like horse. my, yeah. 
Just like my two companions. And myself, I suppose. Yeah, in the end, they're not much different than us. We all want the same things, do the same things. In different ways. There's definitely those that talk more than others. What's the plan? You I'm guys on. head back into the tavern? Do we want to check out the uh, the wagons at all? I think we could. Okay. Yeah, probably be a good idea if we head back on it. Because we can just start with like a visual inspection of the wagons just to see if there's anything in particular that stands out as strange or out of place. Uh, the wagons you uh, from the caravan that you came in. Yes. Um, yeah, I think uh, as you guys are just kind of walking past and looking around, everything seems as it was before. Uh, you know, there's not. Um, I, I would say in the wagon that Erideth and um, the High Alchemist came in. Uh, seems empty. Everything that was in there is gone. Uh, the wagon the gnomes came in are um, seemingly locked up. They're like a door with like a little latch at the back. Seems to be closed. <clears throat> closed and locked up. But uh, yeah, everything else seems normal. As it was. Maybe tied down a, a bit more firmer. When you guys were at Hillview, like all the wagons got pulled into that stables. Um, the last time you guys were in, uh, when you were in Groveland, or not Groveland, sorry, Golden Grove, um, I, I would say it's a, a similar situation to what, what was there. All the wagons were parked out, out front, so things were tied down a bit more firmly or locked up or that sort of thing you guys aren't really carrying much much of anything so no preparations that you guys need to make for that uh would you detect magic at all yes okay uh yeah you are sensing some magical items inside of uh the gnomes uh wagon that's locked up you see there's a few bottles in there probably potions of some kind um, again you're getting like an outline aura um, okay. seems like another another device in there but no no clue what what it is just by its outline you're not getting any schools either uh, everything else seems uh, non-magical is there anything else that we pick up as we're walking by the other wagons? Uh, yeah, uh, like the wagons that just came in from the new caravan? No. Uh, the only other magical thing that you would, uh, you would pick up on is the, um, um, the circle in the ruin in the center of town. That's that's within oh, okay. thirty feet of you. Uh, but as you walk into the tavern, uh, there's a few more people in there. Uh, that long table is starting to get filled up on the right side. Left side is still pretty empty. A few more people at the bar. 
some magical items on on at least one other of those guys. Um, uh, he's new. You you don't you don't recognize him. Um, but he's got uh, seems like he's got a bit of like a hammer on him. Small, almost like a mallet size. Is the uh, halfling with the wide brim hat still sitting in the same booth? Yeah. Uh, but he's not alone this time. Um, also sitting in that booth across from him is Veloptima and Zook. So yes, in the booth with uh, with uh, the halfling introverted halfling is uh, Veloptima and Zook. So he had mentioned uh, that he was there meeting friends. Uh, quite possibly those are the friends that he was waiting on. Hmm. Again, things are starting to fill up. Uh, mostly on the right side. Left side is still uh, plenty, plenty of seating. But we can say it's probably time to start settling down starting to have dinner uh it doesn't seem like most of the residents have uh have come in yet uh you probably got another hour before that what's the next hour look like was there something you wanted to do bells um i believe there was besides what we've done today does anybody else want to know what they're saying at that table over there yeah probably I can find a spot near them, maybe, so I can kind of hear in. Try to overhear them. And we're just making the rounds between people, right? Yeah. <laughs> End up sitting somewhere near. Yeah. Room for three. Then about 15 feet of them. And we'll go sit down as close as, well, yeah, at that spot. All right, you're still on the backside of the halfling. <clears throat> Uh, but you so uh are you all aiming to be on say the left side of the table so that you can all look across um to that booth or uh would you like to crisscross of one of your backs towards them uh crisscrossing would probably seem more natural yeah yeah, I wouldn't mind being able to glance in their direction. Uh, so Wisp is on the looking side. Who else is over there? I'll probably be over there too, yeah. Right, so then I'll be on the other side. All right. Since you are all actively trying to listen into the conversation, I will take perception checks. Well, perception... Uh, just a quick reminder you guys have the ability to give each other advantage rule of group assistance Ashes. that's right I'll uh, give mine to Elisa to Wisp ah, that's very helpful <laughs> that's much better <laughs> <laughs> 
Otherwise, I was going to have a big splinter in my hand or something. Uh, Wisp, do you want to give yours to Vels, or are you yeah. confident with yours? I'll give it to Vels. Yeah. It'd be good to have somebody who's also listening in. Yeah. And also, Calgon, do you want assistance in listening as well? Or do we want to save that for later? Yeah. You could save it for later, maybe. Yeah, 123. So, Vals, yeah, uh, with your back turned, uh, it's just hard to focus in because you're not looking. Um, Calgram and Wisp. <clears throat> you would be uh, listening into the conversation and. Uh, Algram, what you well, what you both would pick up is that um, um, yeah, what you both would pick up is that um, there's a bit of a worry in the voice of uh, Veloptima. The halfling seems to be assuring her that you know things are going to plan. They'll be okay. You know, they'll have support um, with them uh, soon enough uh, to handle what needs to happen. They just need to just chill, go about their business, do what they need to do. And uh, things things will work out. It's a small, small setup. There shouldn't be much people out there. Don't have to worry about being overwhelmed a lot of interest in the bakery that uh yeah that things will things will work out um hey calgram that that seems to be what you mainly focus in on just kind of taking taking that piece in trying to decipher you know that is that it's us you know where is that no, she's just worrying about the bakery. Uh, mm. Wisp, though, you're gonna catch, uh, you're gonna catch some, um, catch some other stuff. Uh, mainly, um, there's some terminology that's being used that's just, um, strange. Uh, it just seems like they're, like, it's, it's all in common. But it doesn't make it doesn't all quite make sense. Like it seems like almost like they're talking in code or something. Because mm -hmm. uh, when Zook begins to talk about, um, you know, the other side of the shop, um, like he yeah he mentions the other side of the shop. Um, you know how do we, how do we uh, display that without? Uh, without showing, um, you know, without uh, without causing an issue, basically. Um, and when the halfling responds, it's like it just seems foreign to you, like what what he's saying. Like it's it's a lot of common words, but it, like together they just don't quite match up. It just seems odd. Again, like it seems like it's in code of some kind. But the basic gist that you guys get. 
they're talking about the business. They're talking about mm-hmm. they're going to have support when they get out there. Um, and, you know, it's a small town. They don't have to worry about being overwhelmed. She's going to be able to do what she wants to do. And Zooks is going to be able to to tinker and and build, build things. Uh, that's, that's no problem. It just seems like there's another side to it that uh, is not being said out loud. And they aren't the ones that are carrying all the grain. That's that's the gnomes, right? Uh, these are the gnomes. Oh, okay. All, all the that's grain. Right. Uh, he, yeah, uh, Zook is okay, the tinkerer notes. that built uh, the little portable um, mm-hmm. flour mill. Uh, Veloptima is the baker that was loading up pumpkins earlier today. And all of their stuff uh, is, is now... Yeah, Wisp, I'm sorry. The the only other thing you're going to notice is uh, just kind of checking out Veloptima. Um, like, she's kind of like... Like, she's got, like, the her, her right hand underneath her left ear. Like, she's kind of, like, almost, like, hugging her face kind of situation. Um, and she's just kind of, like, rubbing that. But when as she pulls her hand away... Um, she pulls down her, uh, um, like her shirt collar just, just for a split second, but you do see like a marking, like right underneath her ear. Can't quite make out what it is, but either it's like a birthmark or I don't know something. It's like almost like a dark reddish color. Hmm. Well, that's very interesting. I don't necessarily want to talk about them openly while we're sitting so close to them. I'll give a uh, unknowing look to Vels and then cheerfully ask him, so what is the first thing you're going to do when you go to, when we arrive at Whitmore? Kind of striking up a normal conversation. Oh, sorry. What was that? My computer. Oops. Is breaking up for me for a second there. Uh, yeah, she was uh, striking up okay. a normal conversation. Um, what are you gonna do? After kind of, what's the first thing you're yeah. gonna do? After giving you kind of a knowing look of something's going on. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I would take a nice rest after walking for a few days straight. It'd be nice to. Take a rest out there, and then... Oh, knowing me, I'll... Just want to find... Another job to keep me busy. What about you, Calgrim? What are you planning on doing when we reach... Whitmore? Hmm. Hmm. Probably, it's probably similar, just have it like a... A little break or something like that, maybe. No, explore town for a bit. I don't know. Have a look at some jobs and stuff like that. Nothing too much. Yeah. And wisp. Yeah, I think we need to get the rocks out of these shoes and then find the hottest bath I can find. I want to go visit that that one garden that we came across the last time we were there. 
Got some flowers there I wanted to take an extra look at. Hmm. Just kind of continue with sort of innocuous conversation so it doesn't sound like we're just sitting there being silent. Yeah. At the tail end of this conversation, Calcum, you're going to feel a hand on your shoulder. I pop in, look up, and it's a uh, strong heart. I just wanted to check in, make sure you guys are doing okay. Got a couple oh, more minutes. Probably another hour or so. Things are going well. You you guys are all okay? Yes, we're doing quite well, and that's very good to hear. Doing very well, thanks. Yet? Have you managed to get dinner for yourself? Oh, I think it's being delivered right now. I'm going to take a moment to step out. Talking with... Talking business all day is not my... Uh, not my usual. Take some time to get used to. By the way, Calgrim, there's a... Man at the bar. I think you might uh, have interest in... He's got a... Weapon shop out in Golden Grove. Heading back there. Seem to be very familiar with uh, whatever those symbols are on your your things. Seen them before, but I don't know much about them. Oh, um, I'll go have a talk to him. Oh, thank you. Can we get you a drink or anything? No, 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 no. Hey, you guys got uh, your your keys already? Yes, we do. I picked them up earlier. And thank you again. Yes, of course. Thank you very much. Don't wait up for me. Things drag a bit long. You never know with these things. Well, I don't envy your position, but I'm thankful you're putting in the work. I take it you're going to be staying here as well? A uh, small town. Mayor doesn't have a office. <laughs> so we're just in a, in a back room of the tavern. Central point. I guess it makes sense. Rather than meeting at his house. But easy access to ale, which is uh, highly sought these types of meetings. Anyways, I should head back, but uh, good to see that things are going okay. Oh, best of luck with the evening's meetings. As he begins to walk by, or walk, walk back, um, Calgram, and Wisp, uh, you're going to see the halfling uh, stand back up and uh, start start to head out. Dalgrim, can I get a history check from you? Yep. Green. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, Wisp and, and Calgrim, you both would 
uh, see see him walking out. Bells, it's just he's just kind of walking past you. You're not not seeing him in your periphery, but Calgrim, you do recognize this guy. Um, takes a moment to um, pinpoint it. Uh, but again, he's got kind of a wide-brimmed hat. Kind of lowers it down on his on his head. You can just barely, barely make out his face. Uh, he's got a he's got a coat on. Um, doesn't seem to be carrying anything. And he uh, is heading heading towards the door. Uh, but you do recognize him. Well, and you remember Wisp guessing that she recognized him. You're putting two and two together. Uh, you remember seeing a board on the wall for uh, in in the Hovestad Adventurers Guild, um, and it it was uh, known faces, members of the Red Knives, uh, Lyle Goldfound is the name that picks up. Except in your memory. Uh, what you remember being told to you uh, as you were in Hovestad, kind of collecting stories and talking with members of the Adventurers Guild and stuff. Uh, you would remember that he was part of the group that uh, helped uh, the other adventurer party that... Um, had figured out that the previous mayor of Crystal Head had been murdered. Uh, he was the one that tipped him off on where to find the body and that uh, that a shifter was involved. Yeah. Kind of like look up as he goes past. Looks like our friend is uh, someone that's a bit special. You recognize him. Mentioned, right? He looks familiar. I just can't quite place where I've seen him. He was on one of the boards back at Hoverstead. Um, Red Knife member, supposedly, I think. Um, Lyle Goldfound. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he's one of the the higher level uh, associates within the Red Knives. I I don't know what he's doing here. It's a bit too much of a coincidence that the mayor's here, and he was the one that kind of tipped uh, the adventurers last time about the previous incident in Harvestead. Hmm. Bit uh, serious. I don't know. Should we? Um... Well, what we do know is last time they helped to root out the shifter. Perhaps they just want to see the mayor instated properly. Because they're not. They're not strictly against, but. They operate of their own accord, so be worth keeping an eye out. Perhaps we 
maybe would be worth digging in a little bit deeper, but they may just be wanting to help us out and make sure the mayor gets to Crystal Crystal head safely. So okay. Um have uh Philip Tina and Zuke left as well, or are they still sitting at the table? Uh they're still sitting at the table. Kind of conversing amongst each other. I'll wait to share what I know until we're a little bit more out of earshot. So is this a uh, something that we want to follow up on? Could be. Could be a good idea, yeah. It might, it might at least be helpful to figure out why he's here. I also really want to go look at that whole bunch of wheat, because I don't know if it's just wheat. As we could go for a bit of an airing. We're not quite ready for dinner anyway. Right? Right. Yeah. Maybe we'll just do a quick walk around since the mayor's going back into meetings. So are you guys walking outside or yeah. what's the situation? Yes. Yeah, we'd like to try and follow Lyle. Yeah. Uh, so as you guys stand up and begin to walk out, there is a little bit of a there's a bit of traffic coming in. So you're kind of going upstream <clears throat> with the, the amount of people that are starting to head in. Yeah, maybe like 30, 40, kind of a kind of like a line, but pretty steady. And it just seems like this, the the normal farmers and citizens are starting to walk into the bar. Kind of pushed through, though. But you're good, like, 20, 30 feet uh, from Lyle. And uh, seems to be mounting... Uh, or, or walking to a horse. He... Uh, he grabs a horse and uh, begins to take the lead off of a post. Kind of starts to pull it kind of back away from the tavern to mount it. Again, you guys are about 15, 20 feet away at this point. What's your, uh, what's your plan of action here? Here, he is getting started to out of time. Well, I'm going to wait until I see him mount his horse. And then I'm going to cast Hold Person. Okay. Are you saying anything to anyone uh, about what your plans are? Well, I guess as I'll... in, like, are you saying like we we should we should hold him here, kind of deal or no? 
Well, do you think... Vels uh, and Cal, do you think we should talk to him here or somewhere else? I want to make a scene here just in case, but... Yeah. I don't want to be too far. Is it quite busy out, like, in the... Outside the tavern? Like, where the, the horses uh, are? Again, you got, like, a, a, a stream of people starting to head in. Hmm. The general store is still open, but yeah, you're seeing people walking up the street to head towards the tavern. Again, you pushed past maybe 20, 30 people that are right in front of the tavern entering in. Probably the best then if we and I talk with him somewhere a bit more private. I guess we can try. I can try chatting with him since we've already talked once and he doesn't seem keen to the idea, we can move to step two. Very well. I guess I'll, if you guys want to follow me at a little bit of a distance, but not too far, I'll go after him. Quickly, but not, not necessarily running after him. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he's going to mount his horse casually. Start going towards you guys, so east. He seems like he's probably going towards Hillview Stop for the night. Only a few hour ride. But yeah, he's coming coming right towards you guys. Flight trot. I'll raise a hand and like do you have a moment, friend? I sees you and smiles. Can't say I'm interested in any more candy. That's fair. Only so much pumpkin that one can take. Ah, uh, what you need? I had a question for you, but I don't necessarily feel comfortable asking it here. Is there someplace quieter that we could talk? You have a preference? Not necessarily. And the time is this nearly? Be just a moment, but a moment, but a moment. Uh, with that, he uh, <clears throat> kind of has a smirk on his face. Again, the words he used were common, but just the, the phrasing was just really strange to you. I had to mull it over in my head for a minute. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> you, you lead away then. Anything for the adventurers. Much obliged. Does it seem like there's a place nearby that is just a little bit more private? I mean, you can go further down the road. It's not like there's any alleyways. You've got like two oh, two main buildings true. here. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, this is the center of town, so heading, heading the way he's going uh, out of town, even if you're still on the street, you probably won't. Uh, yeah, you won't. You won't have much, much traffic near you. you walk like a good five minutes. Yeah, we can. 
we can walk far enough where I feel like we won't be overheard down the road. It's all right if my friends join us. Your choice. Bumblebee don't pre-snack the issue. Sure. Guys, walk about five minutes down the street. Got a few people that walk past you as they're coming from the east, but uh, yeah, the east seems mostly mostly empty. Uh, at least the road seems like most of the the town lives south, south and west. Is this a good place? Place as any, I suppose. I don't want to be traveling too late at night. Let's make it quick, if possible. And I don't know what you got in mind for me. Well, I was wondering if you might have any news for us, considering what you've told us before, Mr. Goldfound. So at first, he was kind of thinking back to something you see, like, had like a confused look on his face. And then you say that, you say his name. He turns his head back, back to you. Ah, so you know who I am. I need a little help. What, uh, what news are you looking for? We're keeping an eye, an eye out for similar instances for what happened in Hovastad, and you just happened to be in our path. Wasn't sure if you were following up on something similar or something of your own business. Uh, I'm here making, my, making sure my friends are okay. I have Veloptima. Good bread. Your husband seems quite capable. Can be. And what might be your interest uh, in? Oh, I. Uh, they're, they're old friends. Taking a pretty big gamble. Starting up a new shop. Sure that things are going to be okay. I tell if he's lying? Uh, probably not. Um, but you can roll insight and see if there's any anything that you, you gauge off of it. <clears throat> Your second conversation with him. Um, the fact that he has been using some coded language, uh, I would say would make this difficult. Mm. Um, but you get the sense that he is very confident in what he is saying to you. Um, despite him being short in his responses, he, uh, not necessarily seen, um, anything in particular. Uh, he's not like, he's very quick on the response. He's not thinking about the response. Um, but based on what you were able to perceive before, 
uh, overhear from their conversation, you you get the sense that uh, it's not matching up because he is. Uh, it, it seemed like Veloptibu was definitely, excuse me, definitely worried about mm-hmm. whatever it is that they're doing. Um, and the tone that he's using here is the same tone that he used on Veloptima. During them, it's going to be okay. So, uh, I, I think, I think not necessarily based on this insight role, but based on like everything that you've been able to, uh, observe so far. And the fact that he's using some kind of coded language every now and then. Um, there's probably something that is not being said. But lying, probably not. not. You're not getting a sense that blind here. And if I may ask, what are those two kind gnomes also going to be doing for the Red Knives? Well, company secrets. Understandable. Will it speak with a doubt you simultaneously? But she's going to sell bread. She's going to make things. They're going to make a good life for themselves out there. I certainly hope that so. That I'm sure of. She just seemed quite... A distraught for somebody who's merely opening a business. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, a lot of risk. Who knows? Those gems in the water. Might not be anything. Well, I want to thank you for your help earlier back in Hovastat, and I was honest when I said I bear you no ill will. And if there's anything that you happen to discover that might help us to keep our people safe, I would appreciate any insight. Well. As far as I'm aware, there's only uh, a few in the caravan that have been uh, making a scene. And that's you three. But as long as you're on the up and up, seems like... uh, Caravan was safe. But I, I'll help any way that I can. You know, it's an experiencing courage, desire was was McClever. Anything else I could help you three with? Or can I be on my way? Bells and Calves, anything else? I believe, I believe you've put our minds at ease quite enough and wish you the best on your way. You know, Pumpkin Town's having a festival soon. You guys work too hard. Think about heading out. Enjoying the harvest. 
do just that. Yeah. No. You and your friend, I say as I pat the horse, have a safe journey. With that, he nods, turns his horse, and rides off into the sunset. Towards Hillview Stop. Anyone else think that was weird? Yeah. Mm, a bit. But. With us being the weird ones, I guess. I guess the mayor's safe on this journey. Keep our eyes out for anyone showing up and arrive safely shortly and we can finally rest for a bit as we're out here where it's a little bit quieter I, I finally tell him what I noticed and overheard with him and the gnomes about how nervous Veloptima was and how it seems like there might just be more than a bakery that's going up in Whitmore Oh, definitely more than a bakery. I mean, with um, how skilled Zook is with machinery, I mean, definitely set up some sort of workshop out there as well. Yeah. I also happened to notice a small mark under Velaptima's right ear, I think it was. Can't say for sure it was something. I can't say for sure what it was. But if you happen to look a little closer, I would be curious. I'll keep an eye out as well. It's a little red mark. Hmm. So a few things. First of all, um, the red knives, they, uh, they're, they're bad but they're not out murdering people. They handle, uh, they do some thievering. Uh, they do, uh, uh, coerce people for protection. Um, but that, that's, that's like the, the heavy piece of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, if they're setting up a, sh uh, a shop and it sounds like there's something else they're doing probably related to whatever you know the overall business is again business secrets quotation marks um a red mark now that you can kind of confirm that it's they're most likely members of the red knives Mm -hmm. uh, you know that all members of the Red Knives have some kind of marking on them, a tattoo of sorts, and it's usually a Red Knife. So the red mark that you saw is, that's most likely what it was. Okay. It's kind of what I was thinking, but I didn't want to assume. Yeah. Yeah, you're aware that they have it on their wrists, some on their palm of their hand. Others, their neck. Um, but it's all kind of hidden. All kind of mm -hmm. something that they don't try to show off. 
Maybe we can let the guild know when we get to Whitmore just to keep an eye on things. That'd be a good idea. Well, shall we head back? Might as well. Well, child I'm waiting for. And we head back. As you make it back into the tavern, seems like uh, it's starting to get packed again. Uh, left side now is starting to get full. Uh, quick perception checks from everybody. Um, yeah, so, uh, Wisp, you're gonna definitely notice there's a bunch of kids in there, um, just at, ver at various, uh, parts of the table, some sitting next to one another, but you are gonna see that girl, uh, the doll is on the table on the left side of the, of the, of the tavern, seems to be sitting, uh, with, with adults, so probably, probably your family, they all look like the farmer type, same kind of uh style and look that you saw from the one guy that walked up to you in the fields um the bar is starting to fill up as well as far as all the stools there's uh it seems like three empty seats um you guys could easily find three empty seats in the in the tables as well uh but the three empty seats right now are right next to uh, right next to that guy, Calgrim, that um, Strongheart had pointed out to you. Right. So, Wisp, you see the girl? Val? What are you doing? I'm going to do one more detect magic to see if that doll is enchanted somehow. Uh, yep. Yeah. yeah. You get an aura of magic around the doll. Can't quite pinpoint a school, uh, but there is there is an outline there. There is an aura. Oh, that's frustrating. <clears throat> I guess I'll walk up to the girl. Be like, hey, do you remember me? We met earlier today. Candy lady. Yes. And you are the lady with the lovely doll. I also introduce myself to the rest of the table. I'm Wispithrian. I'm with the Adventurers Guild. and We're just passing through town. And I wanted to say hi. Uh, man speaks up. Sitting right next to the girl. Well, it's a good thing you're, uh, you're here in town. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Is that uh, anything we can help you with or... We're just saying hi. Oh, I was and just that gonna... young girl like raises up the doll. Look, look, and she and she squeezes it, and it says, "It is coming." Uh, you can I I ignore that. I don't even know where I came from, but it says the same thing over and over. I turn back to the girl. So, how long have you had this doll? I I found it in uh. I found it on the farm, um, and it it says it's coming. It's coming. 
father and uh, yeah the, the the seemingly the father speaks up uh it's about seven months ago or so he picked it up oh so this has been going on for a little while i see unfortunately i turn back to her and it's like did you find it among the uh the big rocks by any chance it, it was um hmm. well we went to the rocks mm -hmm. uh but no it's just 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 by the pumpkins Father said I, I I had to plant the seeds and it was there and I, so I I picked it up. It's my best friend. Her name is Sarah. Say hi, Sarah. She squeezes again. It is coming. I go and I shake the doll's hand and I'm just trying to I'm trying to sense something. I I don't know how. I'm just wishing that I do. <laughs> Very nice to meet you, Sarah. Like, is there any movement on the doll when it speaks, or is it just kind of like a disembodied voice saying something? Yeah, there's like a, a voice box. Or, I mean, there's a, you know, like there's got to be something inside of it that's that's causing it to, right. to speak. Uh, I mean, the voice is yeah, it's definitely coming from the doll, but how? My veil's over. Be like, have you met Sarah yet? No, I have not. Who is Sarah? <gasps> Lovely doll Are here. You a dragon? Is the young girl <laughs> part dragon, not full dragon? Can you fly? Not yet. Um. Some of my kind can fly. I bet that would uh, be fun. Oh, it definitely so would I'm, be. Perhaps one day I will be able to. This is Sarah. And she holds up the doll and <laughs> squeezes it. It is coming. Hello, Sarah. What What is coming? Uh, the father will speak up. <clears throat> I have no idea. I just wish we find out so we knew. But that's just all it says. Just probably some magic or device. Just had it recorded in. You know, there's magic that can record voice into something, but why an adult and why that? Well, it was a pleasure to see you again, and I was glad to formally meet your your young friend. And Hopefully we find some more answers soon. I like you, Dragon Man. Well, perhaps you'll see more of me again sometime. Are you here for the pumpkins? There's a lot of pumpkins. We saw some of them today. They're yes. beautiful. Not many. 
Not, not Mama this makes time. pumpkin pie and it's very good. Mama's the best cook ever. We have a baker that's traveling with us. But between you and me, I bet your mom makes better pies. With that, she, she kind of like laughs to herself and smiles. She takes a dowel and brings it into her chest. Hugs it and starts rocking. Kind of look at her parents and shrug a little bit. I don't know what's going on. Do you have any other thoughts, Vels? I think we can rejoin our other friend. No. Well, we have moves. Nice meeting you. And yeah. <clears throat> yeah, during this Calgram, would you uh, have been standing nearby or uh, what would you have been doing? Um, I probably would have maybe tried to create conversation with that that guy who was looking for me. Was he a human, right? I wasn't looking for you, but um, you were made aware of him. Um, walking over and looking at him, uh, you can definitely tell he's an elf. Uh, but he's just sitting at the bar by himself, uh, drinking. So if you walk up to him, what are you, what are you saying? Um, probably just like lean over to the counter, um, ask for a drink. And then, uh. Yeah, kind of turn my way toward. He was, uh, he was aware of um, at least what uh, Strongheart had suggested. Uh, he was aware of the symbols that you had on you. So as you lean over the bar, you like showing him off, making him obvious. Yeah. Uh, so as you do that. Um, you hear uh, him speak. Runes. Giant runes. Where did you find those? Oh, these. Um, I uh, found them on my adventures. He, uh, as you as you look over, he is now kind of like half turned towards you. Uh, just, just looking over the Warhammer. It's a wonderful uh, Warhammer as you have treating you well. It is. It is doing very nice. Thank you. It's a mighty fine weapon. Those runes, you said you found them on adventures. Mountains. Yeah. You know of giant runes? Uh, with that, he uh, extends his arm towards you. My name is Elodine. Masterwork maker myself on uh, the Dancing Blade. It's a small shop in Golden Grove. Where? Runes. Uh, do, do you take his arm? Yeah, I take his arm, yeah. Calgram. It's a, it's a pleasure meeting you. Uh, pleasure is mine. 
I've uh, seen them elsewhere, not here on the continent. Always, always looking for unique items like this. The uh, they, the symbols uh, were uh, found on the weapons. No. Oh no! Yeah, not on the weapons. I put them on. You studied, studied them. Yes. I've been uh, always. Well, if you've seen them in the mountains, then that means giants were here. It's good to know. Uh, means there's got to be something here worth finding. You found some. Maybe there's more. Very well be. How, uh, what do you know about the history of this place? Have you have you seen giants? No, not in person. No, I just uh, hope to see one one day. But um, in terms of this place, I don't really know know too much. I think one of the locals mentioned it was fairly new. This place, but uh, kind of my first time properly staying over here. There is uh, so much land that has not been explored. So there's a lot of interesting things to find. If you ever um, head back through Golden Grove, feel free to uh, stop by. Always interested in seeing new things, maybe um, if there's something there that be worth your while. I like keep that in mind when I pass Golden Grove next. You know, I mean, I did hear that um, the new mine being set up, Iron Hope Post. Be curious uh, up in those mountains what exists. Would be more of those yeah, rooms. Mm. Who knows what could be up there? Well, again, if you're uh, you're ever in Golden Grove, feel free to stop by. Find anything else about these runes? Love to hear about it. I'll make sure. Anything else that you would uh, say or ask? No. So uh, you mentioned that um, you found runes beyond the continent. You're from outside this continent, right? Y yes, yes. I uh, traveled here a few years back. Learned some about uh, what what they can do, the what they mean. Never seen those particular ones. Any points at your warhammer? I'm mm. aware the giants have a history of using quite a few. 
being able to see them here on the continent. Uh, tell you, I'm a bit of a collector. I uh, do sell things and buy some things as well. But uh, anything with a rune on it uh, has history worth uh, studying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of curious uh, things about those runes. You've had your shop in Golden Grove for how long? Um, well, it's uh, uh, it's been about a year. Traveling out to bit more to make short delivery, but um, like I said, I'm a masterwork smith. Make some run-of-the-mill type things, but uh, specialize in better craftsmanship than what you might find out in Easton. I see. Well, once I uh, head back to Golden Grove, I'll make sure to check out your stuff. Uh, I'll be looking forward to the conversation. Indeed. Pleasure meeting you. Same. And with that, he'll turn back towards the bar and sip his... At this point, uh, you guys could all meet up and do whatever else you guys are going to do for the night. You said that the gnome's cart was locked up? Yes. Did it look like there was a window in there at all? Uh, everything was shuttered. Yeah, yeah, there was there was windows on either side, plus like the entry point uh, at the front of the wagon. But yeah, it looks like everything had been shuttered up. Uh, This time there was no wheat sticking out out of those windows, though. I would love to know what is in that cart. Hmm. Any idea of how we could get in there short of breaking something? You can always uh, change into one of your your many uh, your shapes. Right off. Ooh. We have some dinner and then we can. Or do you think it would be good? Nah. Hate walking in and out of the tavern. In the past, have the gnomes stayed in like the inn that we've stayed at, or do they usually stay with their own cart? Okay. Uh, yeah, they they sleep in the tavern, in the inn. Okay. Well, let's have some dinner first, and then. Maybe I'll take a walk. Um, okay. So, uh, is there anything else that you guys would like to accomplish uh, the rest of the night as well as the morning, the next the next uh, leg of the trip to Whitmore? Anything else you guys are looking to want to wanna do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe speak to the dwarves, but and Gardane once more. But I could always do that like tomorrow on the the last leg of the journey. 
Yeah, pertaining to what? What uh, what information are you trying to gather? Oh, just striking conversation, trying to maybe just figure out what they're doing, what their business is, and so forth. Okay. Yeah, dwarves, uh, uh, yeah, you'd get uh, pretty much a re repeat of what um, Wispet had learned. So uh, the, uh, the middle-aged son is... Uh, basically heading to um, heading to Iron Hope Post uh, to get involved when that gets started. Um, seems like his goal is to hit it early in hopes to make enough money uh, to support his family. His grandparents, they're retiring. Uh, or at least are at retirement age. Who doesn't know like, like they don't know if they're gonna stick around Iron Hope Post or settle down in Copper Crossing or maybe head into Whitmore, um, where there's a bit more uh, access to services and whatnot. That's their that's their story. Is that that's that's what they're doing? Like uh, the father, like the older older dwarf, and uh, the older. Uh, uh, mother, she, they're they're pretty much done working, so they're not really going to be doing much. It's mainly the son. Uh, his wife might might do something, but her priority is raising raising their kid. They've got like a two year old baby, so they'll probably live in Iron Hope Post for foreseeable future. Uh, anything besides that, you're asking them about. Uh, in terms of like maybe where they came from, whether they came from like off the continent or if they were like born on the continent itself and and all that. Uh, they all uh, traveled. They all traveled from off continent. Um, uh, obviously, the the youngest daughter she. Uh, uh, was born here about two years ago but yeah they're all uh they're all from off continent spent most of the time out in easton uh the eastern region uh in the mines out there uh mainly uh near overbrook which is a place that you're familiar with because uh, it was close to where where you guys were living. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, but you would uh, the the story that you would uh, pick up on is um, that there's quite a few of them that are leaving that area and heading out towards Iron Hope Post, or at least uh, wanting to head out. Uh, again, Iron Hope Post is one mine. Only so much work that can be done. Only so many people that can get involved. Um, but as long as it doesn't, uh, you know, it's not open yet. So not not as many people want to leave just yet because it's not like a guaranteed place yet. Um, but yeah, it seems like there's a there's a if if that opens up and more mines are are found uh, in in that side of the mountain range. Uh, there's going to be a flood of people heading out that way. Uh, just because iron 
specifically coal um, resources are starting to dry up in Overbrook. Bells, is there anything you would be uh, wanting to do for the next few hours, but also the next day of travel? Um, nothing like, on? yeah, nothing super important in particular, just staying on the mission and maybe some light chat with the other um, travelers, but That would be about it. Uh, Calgram, uh, you, you mentioned uh, Guardian Strongheart. Is there any uh, particular thing that you're looking uh, uh, to pick his brain on? Uh, nothing much. Nah. Uh, Wisp. So uh, we'll say a couple hours go by. You guys have, have meals. Uh, there is some comings and goings as far as uh, residents uh, coming in, having meals, leaving. Uh, and, um, but yeah, you've, you see an opening where some people are heading out and you head out uh, towards, towards the front where all the wagons are. What would you like to do? I am going to first off just stroll by the uh, stroll casually by the gnomes wagon in particular, just to see briefly if there's any like little crack uh, or yeah, any little bit that's open in the windows or checking to see if it's like how tightly it's shuttered. Uh, there's definitely some gaps there. Okay. Keeping that in mind, I'm going to walk past a little bit until... Well, let's see. I guess there's no alleys. Um... So, do I see anyone... Are there people walking around at this time? Uh, you've got a few, for sure, but, um, you know, if you're like at your wagon your wagon is about two wagons over um they're uh yeah you've got you've got some people walking around but they're not like seems like they're either involved in conversation or minding their own business not really noticing anyone watching you well then for funsies because i can um i'm gonna find a place that seems I guess the quietest. I don't know. I'm going to cast uh, Pass Without Trace on myself in order to kind of further obscure myself from view. And then I'm going to turn into a tiny little spider. Yeah, so um, walking around the tavern um, past, past all the wagons, um, there's definitely a spot that you feel like you'd be able to to get through go ahead and roll a stealth just for uh just just for shits since you rolled past without trace let's just see how this turns out okay that's gonna be 26 okay yeah so you uh you find a spot that you feel like uh is, is safe enough uh you turn into a spider and you're able to crawl back and uh 
really not that far of a of a, of a walk. Uh, but yeah, you're able to get uh, up to the wagon, find uh, an opening big enough for you, and uh, as a spider, that is, and mm -hmm. uh, and crawl in. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, perception or investigation. I'm going to roll perception. So uh, overall, I mean, it's just packed to the gills. There's not much walking space in be in between everything. Uh, it, it definitely resembles what you would think. Uh, someone who packs up everything that they have, especially to crafters, to artisans, right? Uh, mm -hmm. To head, head to a new area. So yeah, definitely, uh, definitely comes uh, across that. Okay. Uh, or across across like that. Okay. Um, so you're gonna, gonna see. Uh, you're gonna see the 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 bag of flour. Uh, that's like right right in the center, uh, near the front uh, the front doorway, uh, where the. Um, like where the seats are, in the wagon. So there's like a, a crate, or not a crate, a a bag that has. Uh, some white powder on it, probably flour. Um, you're going to see a lot of boxes, a lot of crates that are strewn about. Um, one thing that you will see, though, is uh, that just seems different uh, as far as make and structure is a chest. Now, again, there's not a lot of room in here. Um mm. Uh, a gnome easily could probably move in and out. Uh, an elf probably would have a little bit of difficulty squeezing through here. Uh, but yeah, you do you do see a, a chest, and it does have a locking mechanism on it, and it does appear to be uh, fully strapped on, so it's most likely locked, from what you can, from what you can tell. I imagine if there's a lock, like, yeah. I'm guessing there's no way I can get inside there. No. So if everything seems mostly normal to me, then I'll just crawl back out and go back to the spot where I shifted and then become back there, come back to my normal, beautiful self. Yeah, I mean, mostly normal, yes. I mean, uh, again, like all the crates seem like they were probably bought at the same time, made by the same people. It's just that mm -hmm. that chest that is different. Right. And I don't want to leave any signs that I was poking through their stuff, so I'm just going to make a note of that and stuff that little piece of information in the back of my brain. Uh, the chest itself uh probably would be a bit heavy for the gnomes to lug around but you do know that they uh they did bring uh they i mean they are being accompanied by uh the two half orcs so definitely something easy for a half orc to lug around that's a decent amount of muscle for a baker and a tinker to be traveling There's another detail that I put in the back of my brain, but 
Yeah, there's only so much that we can do. And uh, yeah, Fels, uh, Fels would have made made you aware that um, they uh, seem to be hired in to help build the shop. You need heavy lifters mm -hmm. to, to to actually uh, construct a building. Okay. So, uh, but again, they're you know members of the Red Knives. It seems like there's something else going on. Um, it's quite, you know, they've got a good cover story. Everything seems to fit with that cover story. Okay. Well, then I guess I'll just plan on informing the, uh, no, I'll consider informing the Adventurers Guild when we get to Whitmore and just kind of put a pin in that. Okay. Uh, but I think in the next day, I'll probably continue chatting with Javel and then also, um, I wanted to talk with High Alchemist and Erdeth. Okay, anything in particular? I want to ask if there's anything that they forgot to bring with them. Okay. I mean, I forget to bring things so, with me all the time. I'm just... Um. So we are, are running low on time, so I am going to fast mm -hmm. forward through some of this. Uh, Erdeth and uh, the High Alchemist. Uh, would make you aware that they had someone take their belongings and uh, oh, uh, right. carry them up to the room for them. Um, so, uh, but the High Alchemist didn't bring a whole lot because they were going to be traveling through it more and got connections there that can uh, lend them some gear as well. So, um, yeah, it, it definitely seems like there's a good reason why there's nothing in the cart that they had much of it delivered to their room. Um, yeah. Jabble uh, leaves in the morning. So we'll, we'll, we'll fast through the night. You guys wake up in the morning um, and Jabble is outside. Uh, you guys are able to talk briefly before you guys head out into Whitmore, mm -hmm. towards Whitmore. And uh, yeah, Drabble is heading south from here, so he leaves. Uh, he leaves his his horse and wagon with the uh, with the um, uh, the general store. Uh, just because he needs them to take care of it for him. And uh, but yeah, he's he's going to head south, but he says he'll be back in Pumpkin Town probably within about 20 days ish. That's right. Um, got no no firm time frame, but as soon as he learns something and. Um, and discovers everything that he wanted to discover, he'll head back to Pumpkin Town to, to meet with you. He said he'll stay there for a few days. Um, otherwise, he's not sure where he's going to go next. He'll he'll stay for you. Sounds good. I will make a note of that and try and keep track of the timeline. Well, that's all I can currently think of. Yeah, but otherwise, the rest of the journey from Pumpkin Town to Whitmore goes without much of an issue. Um, those who have spent time in Whitmore, have lived in Whitmore, it's good to uh, be back. Uh, to the city 
Uh, you're able to report back in with the Adventurers Guild once you get there. And um, uh, Jardain, Strongheart, just praises you guys. Says you, you guys did exactly what was needed to be done. And um, he's got some information to share with them. And uh, yeah. You're able to share your uh, findings as far as the Red Knives and their interest in going into uh, Crystal Head. So now that the Adventures Guild is aware of it and uh, they can they can pass that information to those who need it. And that's it. That concludes our session for today of Agents of Beard. For more information about us, as well as the world lore, session recaps, maps, uh, all all that good stuff. Uh, you can head on over to amightybeard.com. And again, we live stream all of these sessions on the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash mightybeard. And uh, yeah, of course, we are supported by our wonderful, wonderful friends over on patreon.com forward slash amightybeard. If you want to see the series continue and, uh, you know, maybe you want to get uh, you want to get in on some of these sessions, become a bearded friend today. That's it. My name is Amighty Beard. It's been a pleasure and we will play D&D &D together again very soon. Later. <laughs>